Welcome to Banana Peel Boulevard, the podcast where we take the fall so you don't have to. Now, here's the adult in the room, Becky Harnden, and national award-winning columnist and author, Gary Jordan. Thanks for the intro, Michelle. Hey, You're, Gary. Hi. How you doing? I'm great, and uh, a little bit different show this week. I love it. This is one I've thought a lot about. Um, we should remind folks how this works because we're still kind of getting to know they're, they're getting everybody. To know us. Yeah. So from our book, Driving the Road of Life with a Flat Tire, each week we take one chapter from that book. We talk about what it is that was being said in that chapter and how it relates to just kind of how we think about these things. And then at the end, we'll do the read, and which is, um, I guess, one of my favorite parts. You know, I actually have not... It's funny when you write something, um, when it comes out in the newspaper or in a magazine or wherever or in a book, you, when you write it, you don't go back and read it. And time passes... At least I don't. And so when time passes, you go back and occasionally pick it up. And uh, you, you're you almost reliving the writing of it more than reading the content of it, if that makes sense. Do you remember what, um, just what frame of mind you're in or what inspired Bubble Art, the, um, the piece we're going to read today? Yeah, it was actually from uh, a, a friend that we both know uh, here in Tallahassee, Neil Rambana. Um, Neil's a good friend. His wife, uh, Elizabeth Ricci, and Neil are both good friends, and I know friends of yours as well. And Neil had this passion. Uh, in fact, he just finished a new Rolls Royce. He got a old, beaten-down Rolls Royce from somewhere and restored it. And he, like, does these things from scratch. And the, this story was inspired uh, by uh, Neil taking and, and building an old, uh, I think it was a 1971 Datsun uh, from scratch. I mean, literally rebuilt the engine, rebuilt the interior. It took years. Uh, Labor to of love. This, well, just think how hard that is. Sure. Time, blood, sweat, tears, and money. And and money being one of the <laughs> right, but besides the fact that I don't even possess any of those skills, uh, it it was Neil's building of that car that actually changed uh, the way I write. Um, I had uh, asked Marianne Lindley, who was a former editor, now a county commissioner here in Leon County. Uh, at the time when I was first beginning to write to read some of the things I'd written and, you know, just give me her kind of impressions of it. And I, this was one of bubble art was one of the first ones I had written and asked Marianne to look at. And I had written that the gear shift knob was covered in leather and pride. And Marianne said, you know, Gary, the thing that people like most about your writing is that it's, you're writing it in your voice. Why are you trying to be Shakespeare? It's a gear shift knob. It's covered in leather. It's not covered in pride. <laughs> and that was really so sort practical. of, a, yeah, I know, but it really sort of, uh, it really sort of 
sent me in a different course of writing and it made me think about a lot of things. And, and when you write how those things sort of play themselves out on paper. And, and I think what I've heard from folks over the years about what I write is that they hear my voice, uh, even though a lot of it in, in real short little sentences. In fact, in the foreword of my book, one of the things I do is warn English teachers that if they're going to read the book to go ahead and schedule a therapy session now, <laughs> because I'm just writing it in my own voice. And if it's all about good grammar, you're probably not going to find it in here. Well, and who enjoys that anyway? Yeah, well, good point. Um, so then there's the larger theory that sort of drove bubble art, which is, you know, how we lead our lives. I mean, you and I have known each other for a long time. And, you know, your life is all over the place. The, dyma- the dynamics of your relationships, the amazing children in your life, uh, the dynamic of your relationship with Ian, the uh, just the the sort of controlled crazy that is your life, I know you get the difference between leading a life that has the ups and downs of drama versus a life that is just boring and completely predictable. I don't even know what those words mean. Mm-hmm. So yes, hot mess and wouldn't change a thing about it. Yeah, that pretty much describes it. I mean, you agree that's kind of the juice. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's Well, you know, it's where... It's where you find what you're made of. You know, you take curveballs you didn't plan on. Um, and the whole goal is to make the best of it. And I know people who whose lives, I do, whose lives are merry-go-rounds. It's the same thing every day. It's very predictable. And for them, that works. I, I, I'm not saying it in a disparaging way. No, not a but bit. But for them, the idea of just predictability, that's what I want. I'm home at this hour. Let's have dinner, you know, in bed at eight. They have better retirement investments, you know. They <laughs> well, <laughs> they haven't had to clear those out recently. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, sometimes that looks very, very attractive. So Absolutely. I get it. It's just not for me. And that's what sort of drove uh, bubble art. And, uh, and where bubble art came from is explained in the chapter, but he's, um, it's a... Uh, uh, it is the ultimate roller coaster for the artist that we'll be talking about. So that's what sort of drove this one, the idea that a life full of the pain that comes with living a life that's a roller coaster, losing a child, um, for folks out there, losing a family member, marriage, divorce, all the things that happen, losing a job, getting a new job, you know, the ups, the the downs, that um, to me, that is uh, a life much more fulfilling. Agreed. So with that, you want to read? Hit it. This is Bubble Art. With the promise of wind in his hair, my friend Neil Rambana climbed into his newly restored 1970 Dodson Roadster and was off to meet a tree frog that would jump into his lap and the telephone pole that would be the new home for his dream car. Neil spent more than a year restoring his Dodson, piece by piece, bolt by bolt, all from the ground up. I need two friends to help me make a quiche, 
so I marveled at the feat. He would send updates along the way, a snapshot of the dash with an exposed web of wires, and weeks later an engine tucked in its place. Sometimes it would be something small, like a wooden gear shift knob. Finally, after two years came a picture of Neil standing next to his silver and red top masterpiece. Neil was Sir Edmund Hillary at the top of Everest. He had planted his man flag in his new front seat. I'm pretty sure his grand plan wasn't to wrap his hard work around a phone pole, but it gave Neil a chance to experience something special. A few years earlier, a DVD produced by the magician Chris Angel caught my eye at a store. The DVD would reveal Angel's secret to levitation. Really? Was I only $19.95 away from floating above mere mortals? The possibilities were staggering. Disrupt meetings, visiting churches, and rising up during sermons. An endless idea stream of how to abuse a new gift. Of course, I knew it was a trick. If he could really levitate, I'm pretty sure he would have made the evening news. But I'm the guy who orders a food dehydrator at 3 a.m., so whipping out my credit card for a mystical power that would alter the course of life as I know it seemed reasonable. So $19.95 later, I had a DVD in my hand. I went home, closed my office door, glanced up at the ceiling to make sure my path was clear, and fired it up. It actually took about a minute before Angel acknowledged he didn't actually leave the ground. Duh. But here's the thing. For just a split second when the DVD was loading, I thought, what if I paid nineteen ninety-five for a split second of what if? And it was worth every penny. I've forgotten a million other moments, but I remember that one. Fan Yang is a bubble artist off-Broadway, way off-Broadway. He creates giant bubbles with people and other crazy things inside. And in an instant, they're gone. All his hard work, thousands of practice bubbles, bursting in failure. All his years of perfecting his art, only to amaze you with something that's gone in the blink of an eye. Fan Yang understands that moments matter. Life has taught me to see the moments, even if fleeting and to appreciate anticipation as its own gift. Amazing things, something occurring in a flash, are so easy to miss. The first smile from a grandchild, the last I do at your kid's wedding, or seeing a couple kissing inside a big bubble off-Broadway. The moments can be wonderfully happy or stunningly sad, but they define the difference between a well-lived life on a roller coaster and the predictable monotony of a merry-go-round. I'll take the roller coaster all day long. I've thought a great deal about this roller coaster versus merry-go-round idea. I believe most people, when asked, would quickly choose the roller coaster because it seems more interesting. Sadly, it seems most folks, despite their interest in experiencing the ups and downs, sink into the safety and monotony of everyday life. Reality will do that to you sometimes the rhythm of life swallowing us in a daily pattern, morphing the special moments into life noise. I'm not a psychologist, but I play one in my own head, so I try to embrace those things and those up-and-down moments. As Neil learned, sometimes the moment is when a tree frog decides to come along for the ride. 
Neil proved he could take a punch, even if it was from a tiny green fist. But building his dream car was now a footnote on a phone pole. Years to build, a moment to enjoy, and an instant to lose. Undaunted, Neil is starting over and restoring a Rolls Royce, because that's what roller coaster people do. I can't wait for the first pictures. I'm guessing he'll start sending them at any moment. And that is Bubble Art. Thank you.